Have you ever wondered, what's that light in the sky? What was that sound? Why is it so cold in here? What was that click on the phone? Well, the answers are, that's a UFO. It's Bigfoot, look out. Because of a ghost. And the government is listening to you. But I'll have you find answers to a lot more questions than just these. On Category, category Unknown. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. That's me. Um, sure, you know that this is a podcast where I play classic episodes from my old radio show that was also called Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain, and I recorded those episodes on cassette. Some people, though, have been asking me, how did I record these shows on cassette when I was doing them live in the studio? Well, it's pretty simple. I just I had a boombox, tuned into the radio station, and I would get it ready. I'd put the tape in, and I would, you know, press record and pause so it was paused. And then I would put it under the desk, and I'd turn the volume all the way down so you couldn't hear it on the radio. And then, when the show was going to get ready to start, I would reach down, and I'd unpause it. And then I would get back up and get ready to do my show, and I would record it. The whole thing. And then when it was done... I just press the stop button, of course. So, that's a fun behind-the-scenes fact that I thought you might all like to hear. So there you go. And I also have a pretty big announcement to make right now. Recently, I created the Sparkling Joe Chamberlain Podcast Network. And that means that this podcast feed is now going to be where I will be releasing not just Category Unknown episodes, but also other things that I've been involved with over the years. You know, I've had my hand in a ton of businesses and artistic endeavors and whatnot. And so this will now be the place where I'll release some of those things too. Category Unknown is going to be the focus, and that I'm still going to release those primarily, but, and I, and I promise that. I'm going to try to get out like an, an episode a month now so instead of like a whole year like this one. But uh, but anyways, that aside, on top of that, you might see other things pop up in this podcast feed once in a while too. And you know, if, if you like this podcast, I hope you'll give those a listen too because I'm getting some special. This is one thing I'm getting ready. I can't really talk about it much, but I think you're really going to like it. I think it's going to be pretty fun. And like I said, I can't say much yet, but I could say it involves a business venture I began in the mid-80s, which involved another radio show that I co-hosted for a while that was also broadcast on the same channel, WLQL. And I'm working on some of the legal stuff with that. I got, damn, my old co-host is giving me some hassle, you know. But I'm, I think I'll be able to get that out pretty soon, so... Anyway, let's get into this classic episode of Category Unknown. It's the Halloween episode from October 29th. Saturday, that was, of course, like all of them. Most of them. 
I don't know if I played any of them, but some of them weren't on Saturday. I don't know if I played any of those yet. Oh, wait. This October 29th, 1983. I didn't finish. Saturday, October 29th, 1983. I really hope you enjoy it. And let's get right into it. I'm going to press play. I just don't think boxing is a real sport. What? I don't see how you can even say it is. Uh, just a couple of guys wailing at each other. How can you say it's a sport? That don't even compare. Now, listen here. I, I don't, I think you're way out of line there. I think boxing what? is a very, very important you're, sport. You're nuts. You're nuts. I mean, that guy, uh, uh, Carter Johnson yeah. over there. He's, he's a wimp. Oh, he's a wimp. I would tell what? him that to his face. I, well, uh, sir, I don't think you would tell that to his face. Cause he, yeah, a, Elver, what do you got to say about this? Yeah, I tell you what. I, <laughs> I, I would love to see that guy try to tell Carter Johnson boxing's out of sport. <laughs> he wouldn't have that face for very long, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I bet not. <laughs> well, thanks, Elver. That, that'll be all for tonight, I guess. So we'll... We'll see you next week on Score Talk. WLQL. Saturday night, so you know what that means. It's time for another episode of Category Unknown, hosted by me, Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. Tonight we have a very special Halloween presentation for you. Y'all know how much I love this creepy time of year, so tonight we'll be listening to the classic Halloween radio play, Invasion of the Mole Men, as performed live by local radio legend Carson Marshall and his, play, his radio players right here on WLQL all the way back in 1952. Can't believe it, it was that long ago. This show, you know, this show is it's pretty famous because it caused quite a stir here when it was first played that was over 30 years ago. You know, because a lot of people, they actually took it seriously and they really did believe that Wisconsin was being invaded by molemen from beneath the Earth's surface. Can you believe that? Well, I tell you what, as a kid, I listened to this show, and it scared the pants off of me. And then I picked up this record, this very record I will be playing for you tonight, which was a recording of the show, and I listened to this thing over and over again, and I loved it so much. You know, that's that's why I still have this record, because I cared about it so much, I took so good care of it. 
I can't wait to play it for you. And I'm going to tell you right now that the reason I can play this, it's going to have limited commercial interruptions because of the good folks out at Milford Farms. So if you haven't gone out to Milford Farms yet this year for their Haunted Halloween Pumpkin Patch Festival and the Haunted Cornfield and all the other great stuff they got out there, if you haven't gone there yet, I recommend you get out there soon because you only got a couple of days left. Now, of course, the best time is to go Halloween night because they get the big bonfire party. It's so great. But if you wanted to take your little ones, you know, because Halloween night's a little less family oriented. But if you, So if you want to take your little ones... Or you want to avoid all the crazy crowds on Halloween just to get out there and have a little fun. You still got a couple days, so make sure you get right on out there. And so we're going to take our, the first commercial break right now. And then we'll get right back with our special presentation of Invasion of the Moment. We'll be right back. Happy Halloween from Milford Farms. The Halloween tradition that everyone loves is back once again. It's the Milford Farms Haunted Halloween Pumpkin Patch Festival, including Haunted Corn Maze, Benny's Spooky Slaughterhouse, that's a scary one folks, no kids allowed, nighttime spooky tours of the old nearby Gateway Hill Cemetery, no kids for that one either because it happens late at night, but don't worry kids, we got you covered, the man-eating petting zoo, suitable for kids, or how about a paint your own monster pumpkins? We also got the corn cannon, shoot it at the old rusty cars. And of course, hay rides. So come on down to Milford Farms, just 12 miles outside of Cartertown, right off of Highway 34 for the Haunted Halloween Pumpkin Patch Festival, now through November 1st. All pumpkins half off November 1st. The Corporal Schmidt's Memorial Shopping Plaza announces the grand opening of a new three-screen movie theater. The Corbinus Smith Memorial Triplex Cinema Dome. Now playing Dr. Detroit, Metal Storm, The Destruction of Jared Sin, and a special double feature of Superman 3 and Smokey and the Bandit Part 3. Just outside town on Rustic Center Road. All right, welcome back, everyone. I hope you're just as excited about this as I am. Made in 1952, it's Car Carson Marshall and his radio players present the invasion of the moment. Now, just a quick note. Listen for the man himself, Carson Marshall, in the role of WLQL reporter Kurt Benkin. So, uh, having said that, now without further ado, I bring you... Invasion. No. You gotta do the echo. The echo. Oh, yeah, that's it. Invasion of the moment. <laughs> Happy Halloween. This is WLQL Radio. This evening, for your listening pleasure, we present to you a live program of music. The Billy Vanilli Band performing at the Hotel Vista Ballroom in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ladies and gentlemen, the Billy Vanilli Band.
Hello, this is Dan Murphy of WLQL News. I am sorry to interrupt this broadcast, but we have received a report from the University of Wisconsin-Madison Geological Research Laboratory. This evening they have detected readings of strange earth tremors having happened in and around the town of Butterfield. With early reports indicating the possibility of an earthquake at magnitude 3.5 to 4 on the Richter scale. WLQL reporter Kurt Benkin is currently en route to Madison, and he will report from the university when he arrives. Until then, we return you to your live music program, the Billy Vanilli Band, performing at the Hotel Fista Ballroom in downtown Milwaukee. This is Dan Murphy of WLQL News with more on this ongoing breaking story. Kurt Benkin has arrived at the University of Wisconsin-Madison Geological Research Laboratory. And we take you there live as he speaks to Dr. Stephen Millich. (coughs) Hello, this is Kurt Benkin of WLQL News coming to you live from the University of Wisconsin-Madison. I'm speaking to Dr. Stephen Millich of the University's Geological Research Laboratory. Dr. Millich, hello. Hello, Kurt. Doctor, can you describe what you and your team here have detected tonight? Well, Kurt, our instruments have detected ground tremors in the area around Butterfield, registering at 3.9 on the Richter magnitude scale. Oh. Doctor, earthquakes are not very common here in Wisconsin. Do you think that we can expect more such tremors? I do not believe so. As you said, earthquakes are not very common here, so this is probably all we would wait. What? What? Something's happening. What is happening? Did it, the detectors are now reading just even more tremors in this area. This is quite unusual. Barry. Dr. Barry. The doctor is now speaking to one of his colleagues. Grab the portable. Doctor, what is happening right now? There are more tremors hitting the area. I believe that my team and I... Barry? Yes. Barry and I should go check this out with our portable devices to take readings on the site. Doctor, will it be possible for my sound man and I to join you on your expedition? Well, with Barry and myself, in our van with all of the equipment we will need, I do not think there will be much space for it for anyone else. Well, well, of course, Wary and I would just uh, come along in our own vehicle with our broadcast equipment. Larry? Yes, Wary is my sound man. He's right over there. Oh, well, in that case, I do not think it would be a problem. Good, good. This is Kurt Banken reporting live from the University of Wisconsin Medicine, where we'll soon be weaving with Dr. Stephen Millich and his team, Barry, to investigate the ongoing ground tremors happening in the area of Butterfield. I will report from there when we arrive, but for now I will turn you to Dan Murphy in the WLQL studios.
This is Dan Murphy in the WLQL studios, and we will now return you to your live musical program, the Billy Vanilli Band, performing live at the Hotel Fista Ballroom in downtown Milwaukee. Hello, this is Dan Murphy of WLQL News. We interrupt your program to go live to Kurt Benkin and Dr. Stephen Millich of the University of Wisconsin, now investigating the strange earth tremors happening in the Butterfield area. Hello, this is Kurt Benkin, reporting live from a farmer's field just off of the highway, HH, right outside Butterfield, Wisconsin. We are after a series of tremors this evening, the most amazing thing has now happened over there. As we were on the road coming here, a strange metallic cylinder has broken through the surface and is now sticking out of the ground about 15 feet into the air. Dr. Stephen Millich and his associate Barry have begun setting up their equipment to take readings of the ground tremors that are still happening around us. The strange cylindrical object is humming ever so slightly. It's still glowing a slight orange color. It's, it's dimming, though, and the upper half seems to be conically shaped and covered in angular protrusions. It's still slowly rotating. I believe this this must have acted as a drill of sorts, possibly the means by which this object has traversed through the solid rock and dirt of the Earth's crust. Could this be a vehicle of some sort, Doctor? Doctor? The doctor is busy. A, a, a crowd is gathering now from nearby farmhouses, and the workers of, of Butterville seem to be coming out now too. Dozens of cars are widowing the field. Their headlights illuminate the object and the scene. A crowd is gathering. The police have just arrived. The, the policeman's arguing with the gentleman over there, and the, the, they're gathering closer and closer to the object. Oh, hello, hello, doctor. Hello, Kurt. How are you doing? Doctor, what do you make of this object? It appears to be metal. Could it be a natural occurrence? Um, no, I do not believe it to be natural. The, dirt, the major tremors here have stopped. But our seismometers are now reading tremors happening still deeper underground, traveling in various directions. Doctor, what do you make of that strange sound that we're hearing? I think our listeners can probably hear it, but the cylinder is emitting an unusual whining sound, too. Wait, wait a minute. Something is happening now. Oh, a, a crack of light has now appeared on the side of the cylinder. Yes! It's, to, it, it's a round... It's a hatch. It appears to be a hatch about four feet wide, two feet from the ground. It's opening wide on the side of the, of the object. The, the light from inside is blinding... It's, I can barely see Stand now, back. but nothing but a sh now there's a shape. There's a shape in the opening. It's, it's stepping out. The white is dimming slightly. Oh my lord. It's, it's a man-shaped bean. It's a man, I swear it. But it's, it's covered in fur. And it's, it's face. It's odd. Its face is, is that a mouse or a whack? No, it's a, it's a mole. I swear, it's a humanoid mole. He's about five, five and, and a half, half 
feet tall, maybe. He's wearing what appears to be silver trousers of some sort. He has in his hand. What is that, Doctor? Can you see it? It's a sort of device, boxy, and it has an antenna of some sort, and he's, wait, now he's, he's waving the device pointed at the nearby crowd of people. Oh, my word! A wet, a wet beam of some sort of white just flashed from the object, and the whole group of people has been disintegrated. There's just nothing left, there's just a smoky trench where they once stood. I can't believe this. He's moving it again and oh, not again. Oh, another group of people, including a police officer and at least one horse. This is astounding. This, this is shocking. He's, oh, he's aiming in my direction now. This is Dan Murphy of WLQL News. We seem to have lost our feed to Kurt Benkin and Dr. Millich, but we are getting calls now from the Butterfield area and other nearby towns where more cylinders seem to be rising from the earth. On the telephone now, we have Manny Holden, a school teacher from Watertown, Wisconsin. Hello, Manny. Can you tell us what is happening there? Well, I was out for the evening stroll with my wife. And we were walking past the high school when right out of the middle of the football field came this large pointed device. We ran to get the police and then I came home and turned on the radio. And then I called into your station to tell you what I saw. So you live near the high school? Yes, about three blocks away. Can you see what is happening from your front window or door? I'll go have a look. There appears to be several police cars now out on the street. And there seems to be smoke of some sort rising from the field, but I can't see past the houses. Well, Manny, is there any way that you could step out onto oh, your... Oh, my lord. What is it, Manny? What has happened? There's some, there was some kind of explosion. An explosion? Smoke and fire. It's coming out onto the street. I smoke. see. I see smoke and fire. Smoke and fire? Uh, yeah, that's what I saw. It's coming this way now. There's more fire and more. It's it's several men. No, wait. They're not. They're not men. They're animals of some sort. Animals. Possibly moles. Moles. Do you mean these might be mole men? Uh, it, it seems to be. It seems to be so. Well, Manny, that's I w- what I would say. Manny, there I is, would. Now they're coming this direction, and wow! What is they it? Just a beam of red light shot from them, and now a house is gone. A house is gone. Uh, Manny, yes. please, whatever you do, stay in your home. All right, I. No, they're pointing it this direction. We seem to have lost our connection to Manny in Watertown. But we have more calls coming in, and soon apparently we will be addressed by the governor of Wisconsin himself about what appears to be an invasion of mole men from beneath the Earth's surface. (coughs) 
Hello everyone, this is Sparkle and Joe Chamberlain. I can't believe I have to do this, but I'm sorry I have to interrupt the show because apparently I have to remind some of you that this is just a rebroadcast of a very famous and well-known fictional radio drama that first aired over 30 years ago. Well, apparently we've started getting some concerned calls from people. Now even Sheriff Clyde called us to see what's going on. So I don't, I don't know what to say except I just got to remind everyone that this isn't real. This is just for fun, for Halloween. I don't see why this is a problem. It's, you know, not to mention that now that I'm listening to this again after so long, you know, some of that, some of this acting's kind of unrealistic. And, you know, what, how'd that guy get from Madison to Butterfield so quick? He got, that's like a, at least a 20 minute drive and he got there in like a minute. Come on now. So, I mean, obviously this is not real. Just calm down everyone. Okay. All right. Let's get back to the show. I'm sorry I had to interrupt to do this, but let's get back to it. But now another WLQL news reporter is on the scene in Milwaukee. Patrick Hersher. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, Dan. I'm here. I'm here. I'm on a payphone on the corner of Water Street and Wisconsin. Yes? The moment are traversing the downtown streets, blasting holes into the buildings as they go. Many people are dead. The National Guard has been called out. They are now encircling the area, and... Uh, oh, no. no! Here they come again! Hello? Patrick, are you there? Oh, no! Not again! We are now being told that the army is now mobilizing. The authorities are asking you to gather all the weapons you have access to and seek out an army mobile task force center where you'll be given a task that you might be qualified for. The danger is real. Our society is being invaded from beneath the Earth's crust. Okay, people, please calm down. I, the danger is not real. We're not being invaded from beneath the Earth's crust, okay? Just calm down, for crying out loud. Sheriff Clyde is now outside my, at my studio right here, yelling at my producer. And he's telling her, we gotta end this. We gotta end, we gotta stop broadcasting this classic play. I can't believe how disappointed I am in this, in you people. Seems to be a lot of you out there still don't know what's going on and you're out of control. Are you that touched in the mind? Stop shooting at the ground. Okay, I don't care what you think you see. Just stop it. Somebody started a silo on fire. If you can't tell the difference between a, a, a silo, you live out here in Wisconsin, you can't tell the difference between a silo and a like a mole man transportation device. You're out of your mind. Starting a silo on fire. What's wrong with you? For f**k's sake. Oh, so sorry about that. Sorry. You're still quick. I can't believe with all this going on, he's still a number one quick on the beeps. Well, since we had to end that presentation sooner than I would have wanted, I guess we got some time left. How about we just do some Halloween open lines? We're going to go to commercials first, though. Get that out of the way, and then we can come back to some open lines. So give us a call at uh, 414-3. And we'll be right back.
this way can find. I got uh, lots of these in television systems left. I want to get rid of. That's just piled up all the way to the rafters here. And so 99.99 will get you one. And I'll throw in a bunch of games too. I got games piled up like crazy. Yeah, this one's Tron, and it, this one looks pretty straightforward. It's called Space Battle. Uh, so this week at five, cheap in television systems. Playing this week at the Broadway Cinema on Center Street. Tigara! The beast has risen from the seas and threatens to destroy a metropolis. It's coming over the hill now! It's headed straight for Nagoya! Searching, hungering, what does the beast seek? From our observations, Daigaron seems to be drinking all the gasoline he comes across. What did he oh, say? With luck, Daigaron will be drawn to the gasoline tanker truck, and then we will close the doors of the rocket. Then the monster will be blasted out of our atmosphere into the depths of space. Beyond the moon. What did he oh, say? Daigeron is a part of nature's plan. He should not be sent away what? from this planet. What is that, Kenny? Daigeron is a menace that must be stopped. Then I will go ask him to stop. Kenny, wait. Come back. Daigeron. Space beast from beneath the sea. I'm Carl from Carl's Cars. This week at Carl's Cars, we have a special deal on some just rediscovered, like-new 1979 Dodge Omnis. These were sitting on a car carrier truck in a barn for several years out west, but we've cleaned them up. We took all the straw and stuff out of the engine. They should run fine. At Carl's Cars, 1800 Center Avenue. Welcome back everyone. Well, see, got those open lines as a couple of you called in, so let's get started with these open lines. Alright, first caller, you got something to talk to us about for Halloween or uh, anything? Yeah. yeah, I mean we just barely beat the moment. What? And now we got monsters attacking Nagoya, Japan. But, what? A monster. Jeez. Oh, oh. There's a monster. That was a commercial for a movie. What? But you just played a news report about I the I didn't play a news report. Nagoya, and I got a pen pal with Nagoya. I don't want him to get hurt. That that wasn't a news report. That was a commercial what? for a movie. What movie? Daigeron. It's like, that movie's like 25 years old or something. I, I saw that movie a long time ago. Was it any good? Yeah, it's alright. Go see it. I mean, geez, calm down, everyone. Okay, next caller, please. Tell us a ghost story or something about Halloween to get my mind off this disaster. Hello? Yes, caller, please. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, hi, how you doing? Not too good. Oh, sorry about that. Did, what, did you hurt your foot? What? No, I didn't hurt. Did I hurt my foot? Yeah. No, I didn't hurt my foot. Oh, because I, I hurt my foot. Well, what'd you do? How'd you hurt your foot? Uh, I shot it. You shot your foot? What are you doing calling me? You should be calling the hospital or the oh. something. 
What's how the, did you shoot your foot? Um, I was shooting at the ground and I oh, shot geez. my foot on accident. Oh, you're one of them people? Okay. What people? Will you call the hospital right now oh. and get your foot taken care what's, of, sir? What's, okay. what's the number? Oh, God. 911, sir. 911. Call 911. Oh, God. All right, we're going to... I guess we had another caller. Okay. Caller, uh, go ahead. Please tell us some, some story or story or something, please. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, turn on the sir. Ma'am, sir, whoever, turn your radio down. Turn your radio down. Turn it down. There you go. Okay, there you go. I told I wanted to tell you the story that I knew from when I was a kid. All right, get to it. There was a boy... We went trick-or-treating yeah. one time, and we got candy apples. You yeah. know what those are? Yeah, I know what a candy yeah, apple is. Yeah, well, we got one of those, and we fought over who was going to get it, because we only got one. Oh. And I had a, I had a, a, a popcorn ball that I wanted to trade him for, but he didn't want it. Yeah, but sir, yeah. sir, what? What? Okay, what's the point of this story? What? Is it, was he a ghost kid? No. Did you get abducted by aliens? What happened? Um, we fought and I, pu I pushed him down a ditch and I stole all his candy. So this is just the story of you being a jerk what? when you were a kid on Halloween one time. Uh, yeah, that's about it. So why did you call in to tell us this story, sir? You said you wanted the story about Halloween. Yeah. I kind of feel bad about this kid, so I was hoping made me feel better okay sir well thanks for sharing the story you know we all do stuff when we're kids that we regret later on and sometimes you just gotta let that go you gotta say that's not who I am right now that's not who I am today actually surprisingly that last caller made me kind of feel better like made me forget crushing disappointment of the rest of the show so thank you caller and you know everyone we got two more days to Halloween I think we can make it a good one still we can clean up whoever started that silo on fire I want you to turn yourself in cause that that ain't right and and you gotta you gotta serve your time buddy that's it for tonight and I want everyone you get out there you have the best Halloween you can and don't push any kids in a ditch or steal their candy. So long, everyone. Well, everyone, that was Category Unknown from Saturday, October 29th, 1983. And boy, I can say that was a pretty crazy episode. But I think it, think it was pretty good in the end, and I think I came out of it 
a better man, a, a man able to handle the disappointments in life a little bit better than maybe I could before then. I hope that is borne out in future episodes. But, you know, you know, they never did catch that silo arsonist. But, you know, whoever you were, I, I hope you feel bad about what you did because that farmer lost a lot of feed corn. And if you know anything about farming, that's a serious thing. I mean, sometimes you don't just pull back from something like that. You don't, you don't get back up after that type of thing happens to you. Well, anyways, I hope you all enjoyed that, Ellen. And I'll see you, I'll hear you, you hear me. I always say I'll see you, but you don't see nothing. This is an audio podcast. So you'll hear me soon on the next episode of Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. I guess I'm supposed to read these credits here. Written, performed, and edited by Timmy K. Cramp. What? With some original music by Timmy K. Cramp. Other music thanks to the YouTube Audio Library. What? This show is copyright 2017 by Timmy K. Cramp. Who is, who is this Timmy K. Cramp guy who keeps taking credit for all my stuff? I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm getting sick of this. I want to know what's going on right now. Right this instant. Tell me. Don't give me that look. You tell me what's going on.